good evening. Um, and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 4-27-2015. Hi, Alex. How have you been? Oh, tired. <laughs> <laughs> it just isn't stopping. No. No, not at all. Yay. <sighs> um, yeah, sorry. I'm so late. I came home. I, I told you I tried to lay down for 30 minutes and it turned into two hours. So yeah, somehow but... I, I got caught up on some sleep, I guess. You needed it. You, you can't burn the candle at both ends like this. I no. mean, it, it can be done, but it shouldn't have to be. And this is the worst legislative season I've ever seen. So you are quite the, you are quite the trooper. Well, if anything, uh, this is a healthy warning for what to expect next year. So, oh, good God, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, you know, as far as weeks go, um, last week was not as busy for mm -hmm. us anyway. Um, right. We've had a lot of existing calls to action that kind of got, um, I guess, you know, second or third alerts got released for <clears throat> um, Indiana. Uh, there is a huge push to get people signing or I'm sorry, sending emails and making phone calls to the governor to veto um is that HB fourteen thirty two. I should have these things seared into my brain by now. Um there's so many though. And uh yeah. Um I'm gonna just look this up just to get it right. Uh fourteen thirty two, that is the one. Um, so Indiana people, please, um, send emails. And for those that don't know, that is the bill that will destroy the vaping industry in Indiana. Um, very strange and onerous licensing requirements. Yeah. Um, we also have, uh, this is not so much an active call to action at the moment, but, um, for those that, that weren't able to follow um, the hearing last week, we were actually able to send uh, both Karen Carey of CASA and uh, Carl Phillips, our chief scientific advisor, to uh, testify in Boston, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, that's always, phenomenal. It's always great when we, well, it's, I can't say that it's great, but it's, it's it, when we have one of these hearings pop up in the neighborhood of one of our board members. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to be able to send somebody. Um, it's not, it's not nice to have to send somebody, but it's, it's good that, that we can offer that. Um, yeah. and most of the time we're going out of our own, uh, free will. Well, different, maybe in Carl's case. Um, but, uh, it, it's it's it is sort of on behalf of on our own behalf that I guess that's what I was looking for, um, right? But 
anyway. Um, so that was actually a pretty decent experience from what I understand because right. the attorney general is actually interested in working with stakeholders on this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't heard anything since because, well, I mean, it's just Monday, but, right. um, uh, you know, we were actually able to submit, uh, markups on, uh, the attorney general's proposed regulation, which was mm -hmm. an interesting project to work on. Right. Um, I was afraid that I would have, I was going to dream of strike throughs and underlines and red <laughs> and blue text when I went to sleep that night. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, I, my, my, all the romance of amending legislation has sort of been destroyed for me. Um, there's, romance in that. there's no romance in that. <laughs> I always imagined that it would be fun. And, um, I oh. am sorely mistaken. So it's a job um, of work. <laughs> it's, it's, that's, that's why, that's why interns get paid so little to do it. Um, it's a tough job. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, anyway, that was, uh, like I said, a good experience, and I hope that the Attorney General will take our suggestions to heart. Um, everybody should be following this particular issue. Any, everybody in Massachusetts should be paying attention to this. Um, there is sort of speculation that whatever comes of the um, 940 CMR uh, 21 uh, that that will that language will make its way into state legislation that is pending or has been introduced uh, that would deal with the similar issue of um, child resistant packaging prohibiting sales to minors and so on. Mm -hmm. um, so and those details, of course, are available on our blog, the Massachusetts Call to Action. Um, Minnesota vapors are desperately seeking participation in their call to action. And I think they are including our call to action as well on HF 848, which um, I believe we discussed this last week, but just want to bring it up again. Um, the bill sponsor, I believe, took the language from HF 2182. Right cut and paste it into another tax bill that absolutely must pass. And um, this is yeah. the same garbage with it'd be a 30 cent per milliliter tax on e-liquid. I'm not right. going to go into the voodoo math on this one, but um, uh, just so that everyone is aware, uh, Minnesotans should be taking advantage of the time now and sending emails uh, you can do that through us, or you can follow Minnesota Vapors Association. Minnesota's Va Minnesota Vaping Advocacy yes. uh, has their own call to action on that. Mm -hmm. um, so as far as I know, that's all the good news that I have for this week. Um, <laughs> uh, prompt, promptly to be followed by the bad news, mm -hmm. which is House Bill 940 in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, was, I believe, signed into law, which would mean, I don't have a, a date on this, but 
um, probably effective January 1st of 2016. Um, the state of Hawaii will go the way of New Jersey and prohibit the use of electronic cigarettes in indoor places, indoor public places. Huh. Um, and I don't believe, I, I'll have to go through this with a, another another pass at it. I don't believe there was an exemption for dedicated vapor retail shops. Right. Um, yeah, man, it just, it just burns me. I, I'm reading the first sentence. Electronics, and it's electronic smoking devices here, is potentially hazardous to health and disruptive to an orderly, productive work environment. Oh, so we're not just concerned about uh, breathing in secondhand vape. We're talking about, you know, an unintentional Product work slowdown here. So Productivity at work. Well, I mean, and that's, I don't... <sighs> I don't know how familiar anybody is with the anti-smoking language. I'm really familiar with it. You're going to start seeing a lot more than more of that. Um, they're just taking stuff from the anti-smoking playbook and trying to apply it to vaping. Um, and apparently Hawaii is pretty good at it, unfortunately. And, you know, whatever they do, you know, somebody else is going to do, which is... Horrific. Yeah. Hawaii is bad. Um, sorry. Well, I do want to say this is not, uh, you know, the, this is, this is, uh, thank you for at least clarifying that. I wasn't, I, I guess we all should have known when a dozen bills popped up this year that Hawaii was going to be, um, that this is Hawaii's thing, I guess, yeah. <laughs> just proposing horrible anti-tobacco, anti-nicotine well, legislation. But I do want to say, that the Hawaii Vapors United, um, as far as I know, kind of sprung up this year. Uh, this is a group of people that saw the threat. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all must have been paying attention prior oh. to this, but got organized. And um, these guys, I feel, did a phenomenal job organizing and uh -huh. building you know, these web, web tools for people to participate. So I, I really want to say, and this is... This is just one. There's another bill coming around the corner. I, I think that's getting transmitted to the governor to raise the legal age to purchase to 21. Um, but I, I, I just I, I want to say that you know, that it, for us, it, it actually took a, a monumental effort, effort. I think for Greg Conley to sift through all of the bills that were proposed and try mm -hmm. to figure out a way to present it um, okay. accurately to inform people. Uh, mm -hmm. And then after that, I think all of us were sort of scratching our heads of how, how are we going to track and, uh, and deal with all of this. And mm -hmm. while we were trying to figure things out, Hawaii Vapors United stepped up and, and really provided a bunch of wonderful tools for people there. So um, They did. And, you know, they did all the right things. Do you know what I mean? They did a, they did a great job. They, they got industry working together with the general public. Um, they got people psyched up and involved. They were very involved in, on Facebook and, and just trying to gather momentum. They did all the right things. They really did. What happens next is not their fault. It's not yeah. that they didn't try. They've done a phenomenal job. Yeah. 
Yeah. So moving forward, uh, you know, at least uh, Hawaii people, Hawaii vapors, um, Hawaii tobacco harm reduction advocates have uh, at least some sort of infrastructure together to uh, work to change these bills as they yes. hopefully we're only looking at two becoming law this year. So um, anyway, uh, you know, we're here to support their efforts as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, on the other side of the coin, um, having been in New Jersey as long as, I, I, well, I started vaping in New Jersey and still live in New Jersey. Um, right. I can tell you that most people uh, in vapor shops do not um, adhere to the indoor vaping prohibition. Um, I have seen a lot of people, a lot of new vapors don't know about the law and end up vaping in public places anyway. Right. And to, for the most part, uh, unless you're chucking huge clouds, which I don't see very regularly, I don't mm -hmm. really go out much. Um, <laughs> but still, yeah. um, you know, people that own businesses don't seem to mind it all of that much and aren't going to say anything. It's still law, and it's still confusing to people who might do that bit of research. Uh, and it's still horrible, and it still needs to be amended. But for the most part, the kind of unspoken rule is that, uh, you know, it doesn't really bother people all that much, to be honest. Um, so. Well, I, I would say I would say I think that's true of of most of the. Um laws that get passed that, that are like that be it uh, smoking or vaping uh, a lot of those laws don't really seem to bother the business owner too much you know what I mean yeah. um, it's unfortunate that it infringes upon their rights to decide how to run their business that's, that's the unfortunate part yeah and of course there's always another the third side of this coin is that um, it, it does give sort of over overzealous local health departments, uh, you know, a reason to harass people, which, again, for all of my silver linings, um, we have had that here in New Jersey as well. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, anyway, a, a long road ahead for Hawaii to yeah. work to amend this this law. Um and again, I'm, I don't, I, I don't believe there's an exemption for uh, vapor shops. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to give the final word on that, but um, uh, as it's written, it's in the same places where smoking is prohibited. So, um, yeah. anyway, I'm sure someone in Hawaii has a better answer than I do, and uh, better people that need to know. So that's good. <sighs> um, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this to probably 15 minutes this week. Hopefully, um, I can say that uh, I just got a bunch of local alerts in my inbox, and I am uh, painfully behind on all of that. Uh, but something to look forward to this week would be uh, I believe Montgomery County, Maryland, is looking at taxing electronic <laughs> cigarettes. Lovely. Um, I don't have that in front of me, but just be on the lookout for that. Um, and if I can help it, that will be a regular old 
that would be something CQ roll call-ish where people are pointing and clicking and sending emails. Um, right. This would be the first county in the country that is proposing a tax. Uh, most of this has been happening at the state level, so this is a sort of a municipal right. uh, level tax. Um, and Montgomery County apparently is very uh, entrenched in their anti-nicotine, anti-tobacco ways. Um, right. So that would be a difficult fight. Um, I do believe I need to finish this up tonight. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Denver, Colorado is looking at, it sounds like a sample ban. Um, I don't, I don't, Colorado used to be so cool, man. I don't know what happened. Um, now you can get high there. Yeah, I just, you can't sample the product in the store. Um, and you can't use your relatively non-threatening vapor product either. Um, anyway, that there's a public hearing tomorrow night. All this okay. stuff is happening tomorrow night, by the way. I, okay. I had, I had busy, like personal life things to do this weekend and I was not able how, to how dare you <laughs> I was not able to sit in front of the computer um sometimes that in. happens I'll help in a little bit if if what I do is considered help I'll help in a little bit so it is helpful and as far as the, the Florida stuff I think um I did discover that there is a group in Florida that has been putting out these alerts um which is great uh, it means I don't have to worry so much about them uh because Florida is is starting to the, the municipalities in Florida are starting to oh, get yeah. active with this stuff, um, yep. which is uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, but on the other side of that, uh, we have a lot of members in Florida, um, so uh, hopefully we can. Hopefully, we're looking at another group that we can just sort of rebroadcast things and send people to go to and uh, get them engaged. Um, so, uh, yeah, Florida. I've got a few things coming up. I believe there's something tonight and a couple of things tomorrow night. Uh, so Orange County. And Orange, Orange City. Orange City. Orange City, Orange County. There's a meeting tonight at Port, in Port St. Lucie. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a meeting tomorrow night at 7 p.m. In, in Orange City, Florida. Yep. Um that's Ordinance 526, um, which is an uh, indoor use ban. Um, and I think that you and I were discussing whether or not that would prohibit samples. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not really sure on that. I, I, it looks weirdly worded to me. But I'm, you know, I don't have the wealth of experience with the stuff that like you do and Greg does. I just, the wording strikes me as odd. Well, this is one of those examples of why... We prefer things include preemption, um, yeah. meaning that the state sets a law and uh, counties and municipalities are not allowed to do anything more restrictive. Well, I mean, um, right. the, the, one of the arguments that they're making is that the state law in, in Florida preempts uh, counties or cities from making stricter regulations for smoking. Yep. But because the law doesn't address e-cigarettes, that counties can do whatever they want. So they are yeah. taking full advantage of it. That's, that's to me, that's a problem. That's, that's yeah. a weaselly workaround that is just, it's weaselly. 
it's 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 disgusting. It's despicable. But it's uh, it's what they do. I guess. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you know you don't want the good kids in Florida hanging out with the bad kids. So there's always that concern of once you know one or two places start doing this, then it just sort of spreads like wildfire. Um, yep. I guess in Florida, that's a that's a brush fire. Um, so, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, there is an organization paying attention to that. I'm not going to mention them by name because I haven't vetted them, uh, and they have under a hundred likes on their Facebook page. But um, <laughs> I'm not being at least, weird. Just I'm at just least to, they're no. At least they're yeah. trying. You know, yeah. it's it's really hard with this stuff because I know the Florida information I'm getting, I'm getting from a vendor who's not Kevin Skipper, who you would assume this information would come from. Right. It's not coming to me that way at all. And it's this stuff is so small that it's not showing up in no, local news stories either. So I can't track it that way. I mean, they're getting really shifty in how they're doing stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's very hard to find. Well, this is this is part of their playbook. You know, once mm -hmm. enough municipalities do it, it's hard enough to fight this battle at the state level. I think yeah. it's probably cheap. It might even be cheaper for them to do this county by county. It's, you know, probably. for them, it's just a matter of sending a little information packet with some misinformation and yep. convincing local lawmakers that. You know, this is this is a notch in your your headboard. Um, you know, let's let's get this done. And yep. they think, you know, okay, we're doing something good for a community, or whatever. Um, we're 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 uh, making curtailing. more grant money available or something. Um, we're curtailing everyone's freedoms. Yay! Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so hey, we're humans. We can't be trusted. So. Um, <laughs> Is that the problem? <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. <sighs> so I think that uh, just about wraps it up. Um, okay. and just I know that in the next few days we're going to see some more excitement, but uh, <laughs> that's that's for next week's update. <laughs> more excitement. Ooh, you make it sound like so much fun. I'm trying. Hardly wait. I'm at the edge. I'm on the edge of my chair. So you, um, paid for the, you paid for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. That's it. <laughs> um, you have to laugh about this stuff. This stuff is pretty horrendous to wade through and look at. I can't, I can't imagine how you do it, how Greg does it, how Julie does it. The local stuff is bad enough, um, and I don't mind doing it. I don't mind helping, but uh, I, I really think this stuff is going to turn into a, a full-time job yeah well you know. i'm you know i i have to pay attention to my real full-time job so unfortunately, oh i know i'm not talking I, about been, uh, yeah yeah i've i've had to dial back as much attention I as know. i was able to pay um over the winter uh, the winter is a slow slow time for me uh, at right. work so i can i actually can get away with not actually watching the office so much but right. um you know, that has changed dramatically in the past couple of weeks. So, you know, what's funny, um, it's, it's the opposite from my slow time. So I can help out a little more. Hopefully that'll work out better. Yeah. <laughs> Cover a little more ground. Yeah. 
Um, I, I would actually, it's just to, to close things out so we keep it in mm -hmm. within a reasonable time here. Um, right. We, of course, have just released, uh, I think we did it last week, but I just sent the email blast out this weekend. Um, we have our second uh, FDA workshop related call to action. Right. Um, and I sent that email out to 50,000 people over the weekend, which maximizes the number of vacation responders I get. Um, <laughs> and um, so uh, please call to action regarding the FDA workshop. Uh, we have two different levels of participation on this one. One is a very basic submission. The other is more detailed. We have some, some topic suggestions to get you started. Um, and uh, this one was slightly better than the first one. Uh, and so there's, some, there's a very real opportunity for people to present some very real information to the FDA on uh, you know, the, sort of the health effects of these products and you know, a lot of your personal experiences. Um, and so please take advantage of that. I wish there were an easy link for that. Uh, maybe for next week I will have a, a bit.ly link that I can just say that will magically take you to these calls to action. Um, that would be, yeah, those would be, and, that would be awesome. But uh, I, I assume that most people listening are Kassaw members and, and do get our uh, email mm -hmm. alerts. So um, check your emails, folks. Uh, we mm -hmm. sent you the link this weekend. Everything's there. Uh, and uh, of course, as always, please submit your personal success story to our testimonials project. Um, that's a very easy one. That's on our website. It's yeah. front and center. Testimonials uh, at Kassad.org if you don't want to go to the website. I don't imagine why you wouldn't want to go. There's tons of information there for you. Um, <clears throat> on Facebook, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. On Facebook, we are the the official CASA Facebook page, which is CASA.org Facebook page. We're also the We Are CASA group on Facebook, which is more of the, the member chat group. It's very active. There's a lot of information there. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CASA Media. We are just playing CASA.org on Google+. Um... And if you haven't already, please come and join us. There's a lot of people working really hard to help you defend yourself against these people that are pushing back uh, against your personal liberties. We want to help you keep your right to vape or snooze or use a reduced harm product in public without being regulated out of existence. So come join us. We want to help you. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Jan. Have a good night. I'll see you in a bit. Likewise. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya.